It is good to be in the house of the Lord. Good to be in the house of the Lord and just so good to see your lovely faces uh, this morning. Thank you for being with us. And then for those that are with us online as well, thank you for being with us on our stream. Woo! Hallelujah. Well, we've been... ministering on grace and and metron and i'm gonna do my best to to take my time but you know i've been pacing (laughs) in prayer but just you know just with excitement and anticipation about what god is is doing and even coming in you know in worship um, but we've been ministering on grace, and I'm telling you, the grace has just been being activated. Come on. More and more. For those that have just been tapping in and, and looking to get into the rhythm, there's just been such a thing. You know, I've just been just kind of hearing, you know, just hearing how some people pray, hearing how some people encourage, hearing how some people worship. And I'm like, oh, my God. There's just greater There's greater to this. And so I know that God is indeed pouring some things out, uh, but I know there's a particular thing to encourage um, some women today. Amen. Amen. And so, but I do honor, you know, mothers. I do honor the one who gave me birth. (laughs) I honor my mother, Sandra Scott, who surprised me last Sunday. Loke, my father, and, and came up here. And so, you know, it was just interesting, just the prophetic times about how uh, my daughter, Soteria, she'd asked something when I was taking her to school. I think I mentioned this last week, but I'll say it again. Um, she was just asking about just the timing and just, you know, it's like, Dad, you know, you made Grammy, you know, a mom. And then I just decided, I was like, well, man, let me go back and Google how did this line up in 1977. And so it was the same day in 1977 uh, on a Saturday I didn't know I was born on a Saturday, but born on a Saturday right before Mother's Day on May 8th. And so I say that in the natural, but it was some things that I believe that God even gave me today, you know, in the spirit that I just desire just to stand as a son to help birth some things or to help push some things forward that even what what these women are carrying today. Amen. And of course, the men will get blessed as well. But I want us to turn to 1 Kings. First Kings chapter 17. First Kings chapter 17. We're going to get to our verse in just a little bit, but this is the prophet Elijah. The prophet Elijah, and he had just uh, spoken a prophetic word, and there was this wicked, 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 wicked king. Came from a lineage of wickedness, but he was the wicked of them all, <laughs> of King Ahab. And, of course, we know that he was the one that married Jezebel. And then Elijah gives this word. He was like, look, there shall be no rain that falls these years, or in other words, until I say so. And so we have this this contention already going on, right? But then now there's drought in the land. Listen, there's famine. There's things that's going on in the economy, if you will, that have taken a shift, (laughs) But it was a word because of the wickedness and God was judging, God was judging. And so we know that that God, Elijah, had this relationship, profound relationship with the Lord. And God told him, he's like, look, I want you to go to the brook. And then there shall be some ravens that feed you there. 
So Elijah did that, heard the word of the Lord, went to the brook, and then he was fed by ravens, stingy birds. <laughs> but he was fed by ravens that came and provided for him. So sometimes even the stingy have to, have to give up what they need to give up when you're on assignment. But that's another message. But after the brook dried up, God gives Elijah another word because there's always provision for the assignment. There's always provision for the assignment. So even when it looks like one thing has dried up, now it's like, okay, Lord, what is the next thing? What is the next place? What, what, where are you leading me to next? And so this is where we're going to see right here, 1 Kings chapter 17, verse 8. Then the word of the Lord came to him, saying, Arise, go to Zarephath which belongs to Sidon, and dwell there. She, I have commanded, I have commanded, I have commanded a widow there to provide for you. So this prophet, he arose, verse 10, so he arose and went to Zarephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, indeed, a widow was there gathering sticks. A widow was there Gathering sticks. So I have some illustration, excuse me, as I pop off the screen just for a little bit. But if we could get that first. Yeah, we'll pull that table. And while they're doing that, um, if I can get my, my firstborn, can you bring those bags that are on the floor there in the white bags? <clears throat> These are some things that are going to kind of help bring, bring this out here. If we could put that on this side here. Thank you very much. Somebody say gathering sticks. Thank you very much. We could just set that on the ground right there. I have some sticks here. <laughs> Gather some sticks actually right before service. We have this widow. Gather some sticks. Anybody want to touch one of these sticks? Anybody want to touch one? <laughs> no, they're a little wet. Yeah, they got a little, little wet. But if somebody yeah. wants to just pass pass a stick around, you could do that. If you just want to just touch it for a little bit, someone like I don't want to touch it, but it's okay. This widow was gathering sticks, gathering sticks, <laughs> gathering sticks. So she was working. <laughs> she was working. She was doing some things. Yeah. She was not idle. She wasn't just sitting there, even in the midst of what looked like a down economy. She was still working. And after some touch of sticks, we can come and lay them on the table in a little bit. <laughs> she was gathering sticks. And then here we go. And he called to her, please bring me, please bring me a little water in a cup that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. Verse 12, here we go. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar, 
and see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Woo! Now, we know that she was gathering sticks, but in her heart, she was carrying death. There were some things that she was already carrying of hopelessness, of grief, of pain, of disappointment. Because think about it. When you're a widow, first of all, she was married at one point. We understand that, that she was married at one point, and so we don't, we don't know, but usually, as, as it would go in those times that the husband did the providing, and of course, the woman took care of the home and raised the children, of course, you know, she might do some things, you know, business-wise as well, but she was a widow, and so I'm just gathering, perhaps she may have been slightly on the younger side, I believe, because it doesn't seem like her son was of age to be working and providing for the household. So she was like, hey, you know what? I got to do this on my own. I'm going to gather these sticks. There's already a drought going on in the land. Drought going on in the land. But the prophet said, hey, can you bring me a cup of water? <laughs> but anyway, she's got all these things going on. It's like, look, I've actually gathered this. I don't have much. I don't even have a lot. The little bit that I do have, it's enough for myself and my son. And this is going to be the last thing that we have. This is going to be the last meal that we have. You have all of these things surrounding and all of these circumstances and all of these conditions. And here the man of God begins to speak to her. Says, hey, can you bring me water? So while she's on her way, now we see. Then he says, hope, please bring me a morsel of bread in your hand. And now she began to look at her own resources, which we often tend to do. She began to say, it's like, hey, look, I'm actually here gathering these sticks and starts coming up. It's like, look, this is already in my thinking. And how many times do people have and they're thinking, hey, hopelessness. Since you asked me a question, this is actually what I've been carrying. And what comes out of her mouth is death. What comes out of her mouth is loss. What comes out of her mouth is defeat. But it's interesting because God told Elijah, I want you to go to Zarephath because a widow is going to take care of you. He shows up to the city gate. He doesn't know who it is, but he sees this woman gathering sticks. And this is how divine God is because he doesn't necessarily know that this is the world. Or maybe he does. I don't know. But somehow God says, begin to speak to her. He begins to speak. And then the woman begins to tell her story. That's why it's important sometimes to have these conversations. Because you never know what God is setting up in the midst of these conversations. And even how you're talking with people, what he has set up even for you. God had provision for the prophet. But then also God had the prophet that had provision for the widow. Two, it's two things going on. So just don't take casual some of these conversations that you're having. Okay, so let me read this one more time. Verse 12. So she said, as the Lord your God lives, I do not have bread, only a handful of flour in a bin and a little oil in a jar. 
and see, I am gathering a couple of sticks that I may go in and prepare it for myself and my son that we may eat it and die. Verse 13, and Elijah said to her, do not fear. Do, oh, can you just turn to someone right now and just encourage them? Do not fear. Tell them, do not fear. Do not fear. Do not fear. Now, she already said her intentions. I'm gathering these sticks that we might eat. And then she said, and die. <laughs> but the prophet said, do not fear. One, so now that eliminates that death part. Let me go ahead and dress that death first. That you, in other words, do not fear. You are not going to die. Do not fear. You are not going to die. He says that first. Let's go ahead and dress this spirit that's been hanging over you. This spirit that you've been carrying. Do not fear. Let's go ahead and cast that out. Let's go ahead and get rid of that. So now that way the rest of the word of the Lord can come. Oh, so now when we're speaking to people, sometimes you got to address some things in the realm of the spirit, even though they might be saying some things, they might be saying what's upon their heart. That is not the first thing you have to address. Let's go ahead and begin to prophesy and address some things in the spirit first. Let's go because I know the temptation would be to, oh, man, I, let me just feel so sorry. Oh, man, you don't have a whole lot. Oh, my gosh. I know there's there's a drought going on. Man, you know what? I so under. Uh, uh no. Do not fear. I know your widow. What? What? Because I know that I'm already on assignment. Do not fear. God's already in the midst of this thing. Do not fear. Do not fear. It is, it is, not, it is not just a light thing to kind of just casually. No. Because fear has already. Yeah, it's already been made present. So Elijah was like, oh, I see what's going on here. Got fear trying to run rampant. Fear, go in the name of Jesus. Death, go in the name of Jesus. Because if that's been on your mind and weighing you so heavy, it's going to be hard for you to receive what God has. So let's go ahead and get rid of this first. Woo! Come on. Not dealing with the emotions. That's a part, that can come later, but let's deal with the spirit first. My God. And he said, do not fear. So now after he said this, now he begins to go to what she said. Because remember, she said, first, I don't have much. I have a handful of flour. I have a little bit of oil. And I'm getting ready to make something so that way me and my son can eat. So now he's getting ready to address this next part. Do not fear. Took care of the death. Go and do as you have said. Go ahead and make your cake, but make me a small cake from it when? First. But make me a small cake from it first and bring it to me. Yes. So now, <laughs> this is what's amazing about this because he says and bring it to me first and afterwards make yourself so now check this out he didn't just say go ahead and make a whole make everything that you've got and then after you finish making everything then just give me a portion first he didn't say that he said no take of what you have 
go through the whole process and making me a small cake first. Bring it to me first and then go back. Take the rest of the flour that you have, the rest of the oil that you have, and then make some for yourself and your son. So, wow. You mean I go through the whole process? And do all this and, and, and make it and, and give it to the man of God or give it to, can we just say, give it to the Lord first? Absolutely. It's important. And then he said, oh, and afterwards, make some for yourself and your son. Now, this is what the Lord was showing me. I'm not a baker. I'm not a baker, but I know some people, we got some people in the house that can cook. Oh, yeah. Anybody? We got some people in the house that can cook. Any, any, any cookers in the house? Any cookers in the house? Any cook? Thank, thank you, Lord, for the cookers. Thank you, Lord, for the cookers. None of these people know that I'm calling them up. <laughs> I just got this. So, um, Elder Di, can you come forward at this time? Elder Di can bake. She can bake. She can bake. She can make some cake. <laughs> Elder Di can cook. Now, I just brought this whole big old thing, so excuse me if it's just, you know, I, have, I ain't have time to just kind of do all, and, yeah, and, and do it all this, but. Okay, if it gets a little messy, it's okay. So, Elder Di, I'm just going to ask you right now, if you could just take a little bit of flour and just pour, pour just a little bit on this side and then just take a little bit of oil and pour it on that right side. Uh, yep. Yep, so whichever you want to, however you want to measure. Y'all ain't hear that, but that's okay. <laughs> mm hmm I can imagine what she'd be doing at home, too, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Hey, man, and that's good right there. Thank you very much. Let me move this table up just a little bit. Can we give her a hand? This is all we needed at this time. Oh, matter of fact, can you stand right there? Can you just stand right there? Thank you, Lord. All right. All right, someone else who I know can cook. Uh, can we get uh, Sister Adrian Pemberton? I mean, Sister Adrian, can you, can you come forward? She's like, what are you call? Yeah, yeah, she can cook, too. She can cook, too. And then I just want you just to do the same thing. I just want you to take a measure of flour, pour it on one side, and then just take a measure of oil and, and put it on the other side as well. And then you can stand next to Elder Die. Yep, whatever you, whatever measure you want to use. Yep. Now we can imagine 
the widow woman doing this, right? For the, for the man of God. Yep, you can put it on that side, and then you can take and pour the oil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. There we go. There we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Miss Lachey, can you come forward, please? <laughs> she said, go, mommy. Go, mommy. So you cook too, don't you? Uh-huh, yeah, she cook, cook. <laughs> you can do the same thing. You can take some flour, whatever measure you want to use, and then you can take some oil. Mmm. Hallelujah. <laughs> she said, got to be precise, got to be precise. <laughs> <laughs> there we go, there we go. And then you can stand uh, to my left once you are finished. Yeah, there we go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amber, can you come on up, please? <laughs> she was just standing. Let's go ahead. So you cook too, don't you? Yeah, she's like, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do cook. Yes, I do cook. Mm, 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 mm. <clears throat> okay, now this is going to get extra messy. It's going to get extra messy. Let's go and get some extra. Oh, let me. And now put these things together. As a matter of fact, no, let me do it like this. I don't know how you make a cake, but I know at some point there is something like this that happens, right? Yes. 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 At some point. I know, I know it's a lot of oil, so let me just kind of just take some of that out just a little bit. Mm-hmm. So now... This is what I would like for each of y'all to do now. <laughs> if you could just take your hands and just kind of mix the oil and the flour together. And some of y'all are like, oh my gosh, are you serious? Oh my gosh, are you serious? This is a part of the cooking. I wasn't dressed for this, Lord. You know, I was not ready for it. Well, just a little bit. You don't have to get like your whole hands, but you know, just your fingers, just your fingers. Yeah, just your fingers, just a little bit of your fingers. We have some tissue. We have some tissue. Yep, so now if you could take, let me go ahead and, uh, yeah, so we're just going to use this one. So you could take just a little bit, uh, Amber, now if you could just go ahead and just, just, just mix it a little bit together, mix it a little bit together. Yep, you could keep mixing, you could keep mixing. And then if I might need a little bit of oil, whatever y'all feel like it might, might, might be needed at that point. All right, that's good right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you done? Okay. <laughs> Alashay, can you mix it a little bit more? Can you mix it a little bit more? No, no, stand up here. You can still stay standing. Yep, you can just come back over here. Yep. 
And then if you feel like, <laughs> I know she's got the nails. Sometimes you got the nails and stuff. It's like, I just got my nails did yesterday and then had no idea. <laughs> and no idea this was happening. Mm-hmm. How many of y'all sing when y'all cook? Who sings when they cook? Who gets a little? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, she's getting the hands in there. Yeah, she's she's mixing it up. Mm-hmm. Woo. Now think about this. Even as she's even as she's doing this, this is what the woman was doing. I just heard from the man of God. But everything's about to change. Yes. Yeah. I know everything in the elder died. I know everything that has been happening up to this point. But everything is about to change. Can we give them a hand right now? Can we give them a hand? Y'all stay standing, stay standing, stay standing. Stay standing with me just for a little bit. So now, oh, yep. Oh, yeah, this looks good. Nice and golden and. <laughs> this woman, one woman, but represents a lot. We look at this. One, she was a widow. We have an honorable one who is standing, yes. who poured an oil of joy. Ah, poured an oil of joy. She was a mother. We have a mother here that was pouring into something because, you know, she was like, I'm going to get my fingers in this. I'm going to get... And so it was almost like for a moment, she kind of just zoned out and was just staring. She was like, Look, you know, I'm going to get, I saw her eyes. She was looking right at it. She saw some little flower on the side. We have a mother. Oh, my gosh. Oh, you know what? She was a mother of a son. She was a mother of a son. She happened to be a single mother of a son. But then here, this is what hits everybody. She was also, stand on this side. She was a woman. A woman. Now, check this out. This is what the Lord says. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up. Nor shall the jar of oil run dry until the day the Lord sends rain on the earth. Here we go. You might feel like you might not have a whole lot to be working with right now. But the Lord is saying, hey, what you have, it will not run out. Sometimes you don't feel like you have any more to give. This is all I have left to give for myself and for my son. And after that, I'm done. After that, it is over. Then the man of God said, nope, use what you got. The measure that you have. This is one thing that I've learned or I've kind of seen. Sometimes you can measure with a cup. But when you got something down and when it's something that you just know, sometimes I would ask my, my grandmother, like, well, or I would hear my mom ask her mother, 
Well, man, well, what is the recipe? Baby, I just pour. I just pour. I just pour. So it was something that come from the heart. So I'm thinking now that this woman is like, hey, you know what? I got a word. I know what the circumstances might look like, but I got a word that this oil and that this flower that is just a handful. God can use what's in your hands. He's like, hey, just give me what's in your hands. You don't have to have a whole lot. You don't have to have a whole lot. Woo. But just give me what is in your hands and I can work with that. If you believe the word, if you believe the word, so now she didn't have a whole lot. So it wasn't anything she could necessarily measure with, but she was measuring here. It was a heart thing at this point. It's like, you know what? I don't, I, I can't necessarily, and I know I got to do this for the, for the man of God, for the church. I can't necessarily go in, but you know what? Lord, what measure is needed for him? And I know the rest that is left over will be blessed. And he said, just make me a small cake. Just make me a small cake, but make sure you make the whole thing and bring it to me first. Now, you know, hey, you will not die. What God has given you shall live. <laughs> what God has given you shall live. You keep working what you have. Here's the thing that was just prophetic. I was like, Lord, I never thought about it like that. But again, what she had given birth to wasn't, wasn't of age to help provide for her yet. But as she kept working, because sometimes God will give you something and you'd be like, well, man, I want, I'm ready to just go for it. He's like, no, let it keep maturing. Let it keep maturing. Then it'll grow up and then it'll be just a great blessing to you. But keep working what you do have. Work what you got. I'm going to have my hands be a little messy because I don't have to turn a page. But work what you have. You know, I think I might need to wipe my hands. <laughs> this is nice and sticky. Work what you do have. Somebody just say, I will work what I have. God will bless that. God honors that which you give to him first. He honors what you give to him first. He knows you got a kid. If you know what that means. He knows you have some things that, that you got to take care of. But there's things that still belong to him first. Why? Because there's a reward when you trust the prophet. There's a reward when you trust the righteous man. There's a reward when you trust a disciple. That's in Matthew. But then he says this again. For thus says the Lord God of Israel, the bin of flour shall not be used up. So now she gets to look at that little bin of flour and guess what? What it might look like and one day when she shows up the next day, that same measure Still, still necessary to take care of now, not only herself and her son, but now the man of God. Oh, now to think. Okay, okay, okay. okay. So, so she went away, verse 15, 
and did according to the word of Elijah. And she and he and her household ate for many days. So in other words, God can take the little measure and turn it into many. When you place it in his hands. Now, this is the prophetic word that the Lord gave to me specifically. And it was like, hey, because Zarephath actually means refinery. So the Lord saying, hey, there's a woman that is being in a place of refinement. There's a woman that is living in a place of refinement right now. There was a widow woman that is being refined. There was a mother that is being refined. There was a mother of a son that is being refined. There was a woman that is being refined right now. And I want you to go speak to her. Because she's going to take care of you. But I've already commanded her to take care of you. She is already under, under, under a commandment and doesn't even know it, but she'll see it once she hears the word and once she sees the manifestation of what is taking place. So the word was this, that God is refining your measure. God is refining the measure. That refinement is of a removal of impurities or, or making things even better than what it was before. Or some things that were there that should no longer be there gets removed. There's a refinement. Somebody say, Lord, refine me. Lord, refine me. So even as she's doing these things, guess what? God is removing some of the labels some of the stains, some of the perceptions. Oh, my gosh. Saying, oh, no, 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 no. No, you're not just this. You're not just that. You're not. No, no. You are so much more. And you're going to eat good for many. You're going to eat good for many. Oh, you're going to eat good for many. I've got blessings for you. I am protecting you. I will be a husband and a father and a protect. Oh, don't worry about that. I got you. And that's what God is saying to all of us. Look, I got you. I'm refining you right now. You might think what you have is just a small thing, but yet, yeah, give me that. Give me that. Whatever's been kind of hanging over you right now has to go in the name of Jesus. If there's been a spirit of anything that is not of me, welcome to Zarephath. These sticks ain't for death. These sticks are for destiny. I'm using these to lay tracks. <laughs> you thought she was gathering something for your death? <laughs> He's like, no. You're laying something down that's going to take you right to where you need to be. Follow my word. Follow my word. And when you measure properly because it was a heart thing, now she couldn't be looking at her own resources. It's like, God, you got something else going on here. I'm going to trust the word. You say, go through, go, well, Lord, I got a son. I got my son. I mean, let me listen to the word. Let me listen to the word. Because, God, you've got a greater supply. You're not, you're not even thinking about my resources. It's about the heart. And can I honor the word? 
So now, this now, this oil that she has, this little bit of oil that she has, now became an oil with honor. This is for the man of God. Lord, I don't have much, but I honor with this. You got to honor the poor. This is the flower. I don't have much. Oh, see, I got to follow the example. They use a measure cup. The measure I do have. I'm going to honor with the measure I do have. God, and in that, you're refining whatever I've been dealing with now has to go because I have to do this with honor. You can't honor and be impure at the same time. That's baking a cake and there's a little crunch in it. Like, oh. It's like, nah, this don't taste right. I know you served it, but something's in it. There's still an eggshell in here. <laughs> you still left something that's cracked in here. <laughs> it's like, no, God, I thank you, Lord, for refining me so that way the measure that I do have, you can then bless it and it can become many. That I can eat now for many days. Because God's like, look, no, you're going to eat for many days. You're going to eat well. You're not going to be struggling. And guess what? The famine was still going on. Yeah. But not in her house. Somebody say, and as for me and my house, we will honor. We will honor. We're going to pour. Lord, what I do have, I'm going to pour it to my best. God, I'm going to honor. I'm going to eat for many days. And then I love it how it finishes this, verse 16. The bin of flour was not used up, nor did the jar of oil run dry. According to the word of the Lord, which he spoke to Elijah. No dryness in Jesus' name. No oil running dry. No, no oil running dry. Somebody just encourage somebody right now. Say, your oil will not dry up. Oh, <laughs> the anointing, the call, it will not dry up. When you carry the prophetic, when you carry the word of the Lord, mm-hmm, I heard it, yep, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, God, for this back <laughs> and that which she's been carrying in the name of Jesus. Lord, I thank you for healing, for restoration, yeah, because even in the spirit, there's some things, God, we say that she shall not carry in Jesus' name. Yeah. God, I thank you, Lord, for relief and release. Any pressure, God, we command it to go. I'm talking spirit right now. We command it to go in the name of Jesus. Those things that have risen up and spoken death. God, we command it to go 
in the name of Jesus. Those things that have risen up and spoken loss, we command it to go in the name of Jesus. Any bondage, we command it to go in the name of Jesus. Now back be free. Back be healed. Back be restored. Back be whole. I thank you, Lord, that she now let the oil flow to carry the oil for the measure that she's anointed to carry. And not anything less and not anything more. May it be hers in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Woo! Mm. And it's in the honor, it's in the poor. And God says, hey, I'm refining you. So when we measure properly, and that's the hard thing, it's not just the one-fourth cup or the half cup or, or, the, or the whole cup or the one cup. Right now, I'm talking about the heart. It's like, Lord, I want to, Lord, this is solely for you first. God, you're first. Whatever sacrifice is necessary. Your supply is greater than my sacrifice. Oh, that's a good word. Can somebody just say, Lord, your supply is greater than my sacrifice. (laughs) So it's just that exchange. He was like, hey, you give me your sacrifice. Yeah, I know it's going to cost you. But if you can trust, when you measure properly, there's going to be a shift in economy. Come on now. A shift. Like you, you, you step into now a, a prophetic flow, a prophetic reward. It's not something that's just based upon resources. Now we're talking about rewards. Come on now. God says, hey, man, I'm looking for people. So, yeah, go ahead and gather sticks. <laughs> Lord, I'm gathering some things, but know that these, this... This ain't sticks to die. It's like, nope, God, these, Lord, these things, I'm, I'm picking this up. I just heard this. This is good. This is funny. We've heard that expression. Sticks and stones, gather them up. The stuff that people say, Lord, I'm going to take that. Lord, you heard that. You heard that. Because everything that people said ain't going to happen. That just kind of gives me an idea that that was a lie of the enemy. The enemy just showed his hand. <laughs> Enemy showed his hand. Now you never do that. Oh, hold up. Lord, that means you've already got this for me. Because the enemy's trying to black, man, you're never going to do. You're never going to. God has a call. You're not going to be like, hold up. Gather these. They thought these sticks were for my death. Hold up, Lord. These sticks are leading me somewhere. Oh, my goodness. Come on, Holy Ghost. My God. It's like, Lord, keep refining me. Keep refining us. Keep refining us. 
And watch this measure turn into many. Watch this measure. It's what God is saying. Watch this measure as we offer unto him. And that's why we, you've got to honor what he's saying. We've got to honor that first. But he was like, hey, when you do, it's like, whew, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to turn it into many. I'm going to turn it into many. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Can we give these wonderful women a hand, please? <laughs> you may take your seats. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo. When we measure properly, <laughs> we see what happens. God gets so glorified. Mm. Somebody just say right now, Lord, I honor you. Can someone just worship God right now? <laughs> Can someone just take a moment and just worship the Lord and just bless him? Because there's just such a pouring that is just happening right now. Yeah. Can you just pour, just even just pour out your worship upon him, pour out your heart upon him in the name of Jesus? Even if you need to lift it up in the spirit, if you need to lift up, you know, pour out in tongues. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.